This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, December 26, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. State workers have generously funded pension systems. Elected officials reap the political rewards. And when the bills come due, state taxpayers will pay the price. A new report from the Pew Center on the States indicates that the price tag for the next 30 years of these pension and health care systems is $2.7 trillion. Chris Edwards, the director of tax policy studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts. State and local workers in the United States get very generous pension plans and retirement health care coverage from the state and local governments that employ them. There are about 16 million state and local workers in the United States, and these folks get very generous uh, retirement plans. The Pew study out recently uh, looked at the the generosity of these uh, state retirement plans and found that they're uh, extremely unfunded. There are hundreds of billions of dollars of promised future benefits for state and local workers that have not been funded. No money has been set aside to pay those future benefits. It's easy to understand from the short-term political perspective, the calculus that individual politicians do, if they are not legally obligated to actually put that money aside, that it actually behooves politicians to spend that money on short-term needs rather than to set aside for a long-term liability that they may be out of office by the time those bills actually come due, right? That's right. Private sector pension plans are under heavy uh, legal requirements to, uh, to fund those future benefits. There are the the requirements for public sector pensions and retirement benefits are a lot less stringent. Uh, most state and local retirement plans are are uh, partly funded. There, the Pew study found that they're about eighty five percent funded future pension benefits, but healthcare future healthcare uh, benefits for retirees are almost completely unfunded in state and local governments. So the Pew found, for example that there are $360 billion worth of unfunded pension benefits that state and local workers are building up, and there are $381 billion billion of unfunded health care benefits for state state retirees. Uh, And actually, the Pew numbers just look at state governments, but there are actually about three times as many workers who work for local governments, teachers mainly, firemen, policemen, uh, and the like. Research that I did last year showed that the total state and local unfunded burden for these future retiree health costs are about $1.4 trillion. That is the the overhang on America's taxpayers uh, that is unfunded now. So unless these benefits are cut, that's how much future taxpayers will be hit. One of the complicating factors for state-based pension plans is that the entire hiring system in many states is based on a contractual obligation to workers to pay these benefits down the road? Well, the way that state and local pension plans uh, are set up now is that the benefits that are promised in the future, there is pretty tight legal requirements that those benefits have to be paid, although states can and should move towards defined contribution benefit plans as the private sector has done. But on the healthcare side, actually, the, the, the states have a lot more flexibility to cut future healthcare benefits for uh, workers. There's a lot less of a legal requirement to, that those future benefits be paid. Generally speaking, 
the private sector pays people now for retirements that will be ultimately managed by the individual, and governments tend to have pension funds that are not managed by the individual. They are defined benefit plans, and besides that, they are much more generous. That's right. State and local workers get much more generous benefit plans than private sector workers. The Pew study found, and I found in my own research, that uh, government sector workers get more generous benefits. To give you one example, 82% of government workers in this country receive health care benefits when they retire from their employers, and that compares to just 33% of private sector workers. 90% of state and local workers get defined benefit pension plans. Only 20% of private sector workers do today. And many of the private sector plans that were defined benefit have had to seek government bailout. That's right. I mean, defined benefit pension plans simply don't make much sense in today's uh, modern economy where workers move from job to job very frequently. It makes sense for both the private sector and the public sector to move more towards defined contribution plans. In other words, like like 401k plans, where workers put aside money now um, and they they their money grows uh, in, in the market over, over the years and they retire and, and they've got that cash. Chris Edwards is the Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Please consider making an end-of-year gift to the Cato Institute You can do so at Cato.org.